KPBS On Demand is supported by Arizona Raft Adventures, a third-generation family-owned outfitter providing experiential multi-day Colorado River rafting adventures through the Grand Canyon, hiking, exploration, education, and fun. Only a seven-hour drive from San Diego. Learn more at azraft.com. San Diego County health officials reported more than 2,000 new coronavirus infections on Thursday for the second day in a row. 11 deaths were recorded. A vaccine could be here by next week. County health officials are prioritizing health care workers, specifically those in acute care, psychiatric, and correctional facility hospitals. Vaccines will go to those in emergency departments and ICUs. San Diego County Sheriff's Department says they've assisted with more than 150 evictions through the end of November. The statewide moratorium on evictions expired in September, but a state law passed after the expiration of the moratorium continues to bar evictions for people who can't pay rent. Tenant advocates say that landlords have been trying to circumvent that law by filing cases based on other causes than non-payment of rent. Many tenants are pushing back against less formal evictions when landlords may try to work something out with the tenants to avoid calling in the sheriff's department. Available affordable units are hard to find right now. Greg Knoll is with the Legal Aid Society of San Diego. The real problem is that unless you know somebody on the private market being homeless and applying uh, for some random apartment is not going to get it done. There's just not a lot of stock available. Last week, the county reopened applications for rental assistance meant to reach an additional 10,000 households economically impacted by COVID-19. A sailor may have been lost off the coast of Southern California. Navy officials say a lookout on the USS Theodore Roosevelt spotted what looked like somebody in the water at about 7.30 on Thursday morning. Rescue efforts began soon after. So far, there's been no update on the search. It's Friday, December 11th. This is San Diego News Matters from KPBS News. I'm Annika Colbert. Stay with me for more of the local news you need to start your day. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. San Diego officially has a new mayor and a new city council. KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen says Mayor Todd Gloria is promising a productive first 100 days. 
I, Todd Gloria, do solemnly swear. The swearing-in of Gloria, City Attorney Mara Elliott, and five new city council members took place entirely online via Zoom. Gloria noted the significance of his ascension to the city's highest office. He's both the first non-white and openly gay person to be elected mayor. He also promised in his first 100 days to move past what he called small issues that past leaders have struggled to resolve. Let's be done with saying that we're just America's finest city. It's time for us to dare to be a truly great city, a city where your zip code doesn't determine your destiny. Topping the priority list, he said, is addressing the devastation COVID-19 has brought upon families, small businesses, the city budget, and people experiencing homelessness. And a freshly inaugurated San Diego City Council has selected Jen Campbell as its next council president. Here's KPBS's Andrew Bowen again. Campbell beat out Councilmember Monica Montgomery Stepp for the position, which can be one of the most powerful in city government. Montgomery Stepp lost a 5-4 vote to Campbell, despite being supported by the vast majority of community organizations and public commenters who participated in the meeting. In her remarks, Campbell said she had spent her two years in office putting the city's interests ahead of her own political gain. My entire vision as council president is predicated on making sure that each one of our nine council districts and their representatives can succeed at improving their communities while advancing the goals of our city. The council president is responsible for running meetings, giving out committee assignments, and setting the council's agendas. Unless the San Diego Unified School District receives more state and federal dollars, it will face a massive budget deficit heading into the next school year. KPBS education reporter Joe Hong has more. Without another injection of cash from the federal government and additional support from the state, San Diego Unified projects a $155 million budget deficit for the 2021-2022 school year. Richard Brer is the vice president of San Diego Unified's Board of Trustees. If we had new federal stimulus if we had a cost of living adjustment for this year and next that would wipe away you know that entire 155 million dollar shortfall but we'll obviously know more you know uh, over the next probably six weeks but district officials have reason to be optimistic with joe biden entering the white house and higher than expected tax revenues in california barrera said the current deficit projection is a very conservative estimate One big challenge during this pandemic is how people of faith can actually practice their faith without being able to gather in the ways that they did before. As Hanukkah gets underway, KPBS reporter John Carroll says one rabbi is thinking of how to lead his people through these uncharted waters. As soon as the pandemic hit in March, Rabbi Yerucham Eilfert knew the way he'd done things for years would have to be different at the synagogue he leads, Chabad at La Costa in Carlsbad. People are going to need our support, and we're going to have to change how we offer that. Like many faith communities, Chabad at La Costa has taken much of what they do online. But Rabbi E, as people call him, still wanted to keep some human interaction in the mix. So this year, he and some volunteers are distributing Hanukkah boxes, complete with a menorah, dreidels, everything needed to celebrate Hanukkah safely at home. Rabbi E admits the struggles of the COVID era have gotten him down from time to time, but when that happens, he says he thinks of the big picture. I have a decision to make. 
Am I going to curse the darkness or am I going to try and kindle a light? As Hanukkah begins, the focus for Rabbi E's congregation for Jews around the world is light. In a metaphoric sense, the whole world looks to the light at the end of this dark tunnel. Vaccines that will eventually lead to the end of the pandemic. Coming up on the podcast, San Diego Opera's David Bennett talks about presenting their 2018 opera, All is Calm, as public health guidelines for events keep changing. Well, calm is a good word, isn't it? So we are, we're trying to remain calm uh, in a shifting sea, right, of circumstances. But the show must go on. We'll have that story next, just after this break. KPBS On Demand is supported by Arizona Raft Adventures, a third-generation family-owned outfitter providing experiential multi-day Colorado River rafting adventures through the Grand Canyon. Hiking, exploration, education, and fun. Only a seven-hour drive from San Diego. Learn more at azraft.com. San Diego Opera is planning a drive-in screening of its 2018 production of All is Calm on December 21st. But it's hard to plan a production as public health guidelines keep changing with the latest surge in COVID-19 cases. KPBS arts reporter Beth Alcamondo speaks with David Bennett, director of San Diego Opera, about remaining flexible during a lockdown. David, the opera has decided to play All is Calm in a drive-in setting. Now, even though you made this decision, things have changed recently that are impacting you. So tell me, where are you at right now with the idea of presenting All is Calm to audiences? Well, calm is a good word, isn't it? So we are, we're trying to remain calm in a shifting sea, right, of circumstances. So clearly what we're trying to do is make sure that we can do this in a safe way, right? And guaranteeing the safety of everyone, not just the audience, but also our employees is paramount to us because we had a huge success with Lava Wim in terms of safety. We know that drive-in theater movies are an approved activity, even with the new announcement by the governor. So we know that aspect of it is going to be approved and can be safe. We are still getting approval of whether we can have the 30-minute concert of live singing that we are trying to hold. Now, explain what people will be getting in terms of All is Calm. This is not a live performance, but this is a performance that you staged. That's correct. So we had we did All is Calm in 2018, and it was it had a live telecast on KPBS, which, of course, KPBS filmed it beautifully. It's a very, very beautiful video capture of that performance. We had intended to do a live performance this year. Safety's not allowing us to do that. So we decided to try to take advantage of that beautiful capture that we have. And we're going to be showing it at a venue that has been built at Del Mar at the racetrack called Concerts for Cars. And it's a round stage with four screens and cars parked all the way around it. So you have a lot of proximity to the stage. And if we're allowed to, it'll be preceded by about 30 minutes of live holiday singing by members of our chorus and a sing-along portion. So encouraging people to be in their cars and enjoying that experience uh, on December 21st. And of course, we know that's the first week that school is no longer in session. So by that Monday, after the weekend, uh, parents might be looking for a safe thing to do with their children, which this would be wonderful. 
And why do you feel that it's important to have a production of this in some shape or form in this particular time? What we learned from Bohem, the La Bohem that we did in October, is we're missing not just seeing live performance, but everyone is missing a communal experience, right? We spend so much of our time in a conversation like I'm having with you right now, where we're all in our own individual homes, right? And the opportunity is for, for us to find a way to be together as a community safely is a very important thing. And for people who may not be familiar with All Is Calm, this is about the Christmas truce where, you know, we're talking about having this communal experience and this is this very interesting sense of enemies at war being so close to each other that they could literally like hear each other singing and talking. Right, and it was, you know, when it was the warring factions, it wasn't the commanders that made this decision. It was actually soldier to soldier hearing the singing across no man's land in the opposite trenches and coming out. For a single night, no man's land was every man's land. And we, the lowest of the ranks, achieved what the Pope himself could not. In the middle of the war, we had ourselves a Merry Christmas. So it really is a story about using Christmas as an opportunity for a collective communal experience. San Diego Opera's drive-in All Is Calm will be presented on December 21st at the Del Mar Fairgrounds parking lot. That's it for the podcast today. Thanks for listening and have a great day.
KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.